most connected man in Washington, WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain, 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us because we're going to tell you the truth, give you the facts because we want you to be better informed to help make this a better USA. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman, how you doing, buddy? Dateline, I guess, Dateline WSB. What's happening in Syria? Well, uh, what's going on over there is the, the Russians are uh, basically, you know, there's several ways to look at what's going on. The Russians are moving in to fill the vacuum, really, left by the United States. I think a lot of Republicans would argue with the, uh, the, the lackluster military effort against the Islamic State. If you missed it today, the Russians, who have been sending forces in in recent days, started bombing runs against forces that are opposed to uh, Bashar al-Assad and the Syrian government. Uh, the Russians are basically sort of saying to the U.S. here, Herman, you screwed up in Libya, in Iraq, and in other nations in the Middle East by forcing a regime change, and Moscow is not going to force uh, Bashar al-Assad out, instead keep him around. You know, there's there's history here. The Russians were in Syria back in the Cold War, so in that sense, this is nothing new. And really, I think you can look at it as all part of Vladimir Putin's attempt to act more like a superpower and sort of reestablish the glory of the Soviet Union. I think he's really yeah. big into that and making the U.S. Uh, the enemy. Um, it certainly raises the stakes for the Russians in terms of, you know, I, yes, it does... Some will say it makes the U.S. look weak. On the other hand, it also raises the stakes for the Russians in terms of their ownership of this and in terms of their involvement in Syria. And there are a lot of people who believe that the U.S., in a sense, was right not to go into Syria, that it's just a big old quagmire that's going to weigh you know, anybody down. So there is that sort of thought. It could uh, increase retaliation not against the U.S., but against the Russians by Islamic groups, and they've certainly had their own issues with that and with terrorism. You know, though, it also raises the chance of the U.S. and the Russians getting in each other's way militarily there. Yes. Uh, we, we've already had reports that the Russians today bombed some forces that have been backed by the U.S. So this could be some sort of tricky stuff. And, I, you know, look, it's obvious and it's been obvious that Vladimir Putin has no desire uh, you know, for Barack Obama. He just thinks that Barack Obama's useless. You can just tell in the way that Putin conducts himself and acts around the president. And so in that sense, I don't think it's a shock that just like in Crimea, just like in Ukraine, just like in a number of other ways, uh, the Russians are trying to push ahead uh, no matter what the U.S. says. But you're saying that it's been reported that Russia is attacking or bombing U.S.-supported targets. Um, well, I mean, not exclusively. They're right. fighting back against forces who are who are running against the Assad government. Right. There is such a variety. It's not it's not as simple as shirts and skins over there or anything yeah, yeah. like that. There's a whole host of different groups, which makes it very difficult on the battlefield to figure out what in the devil is going on over there. So I, I would think that, you know, look, if you're going to have airstrikes in Syria by the Russians, you're going to just by happenstance anyway run into groups that might be backed by the United States. Right. So, 
we've had these reports, but has the White House said anything yet? Well, they haven't said anything officially. There's going to be a briefing later today, and there hasn't really been any direct comment yet on the record. But I would assume that, look, the U.S. has been watching very warily uh, the last couple of days and wondering what this uh, military buildup by the Russians was all about. It looks like they're just going to use air forces. But you and I both know if you're going to base planes there in Syria, you're going to have to base uh, people to defend those air bases and right. more, and it starts to get you more and more involved. You know, um, the, look, there, I think there's a lot of Democrats that didn't want, after Iraq and Afghanistan, one reason that President Obama was elected in the first place was there was fatigue for a lot of voters and the idea of the U.S. getting more involved overseas. So uh, the Russians are now going to try their hand at it, whether the U.S. really likes it or not. Putin has made that clear. Oh, yeah. He has no uh, yeah. he has no use for the Obama administration, basically, and for the U.S. Now, did you and your colleagues get any more information than what we saw on the news about the was it a 90-minute closed-door session between Putin and Obama, and then they came out and made this awkward handshake and then walked off? The yeah, fact that really. they didn't do a presser or make any comments, it suggests to me they agreed to disagree or they just didn't agree on stuff. Well, I'm not sure. It, 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 maybe I'm wrong on this, but I don't think that Vladimir Putin told, uh, you know, telegraphed uh, everything that was going to happen. It may have uh, right. just sort of been, you know, th we're going to do what we want to do no matter what you think. Uh, it didn't seem like I could be wrong, but I, I didn't get from any of the any of the White House official stuff that Putin had uh, said exactly what he was going to do. Right. I, I would agree. Uh, but he did say that he thought that the United States was on the wrong side of this, and that was asking for Assad, uh, Assad to step down. And exactly. he's not going to just do that because Obama and the administration wants him to do that. Well, he hasn't been doing it the last no. couple of years. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think anybody here in D.C. realistically expected that Assad was going to leave or anything like that, but the Russians have made very clear that they don't want him out, and they think that it's been a mistake uh, to force out others in the Middle East. Did, did why did I say what time that press conference is going to be? No, there's no press conference oh, that's said oh. or anything today. There's a regular briefing this afternoon, but nothing with the president at this point. Oh, time. regular briefing, and that normally takes place at what time? Lunchtime. Okay, and you I, would you suspect this is going to come up? Oh, yeah, no, this will be <laughs> one of the first issues, absolutely. <laughs> Very good. So Hillary supports repeal of one part of the Obama health law. Which part? Yeah, she came out yesterday and said that she wants to get rid of what's known as the Cadillac tax, which is an excise tax on more expensive health care plans. One reason for that would be the fact that a number of labor unions oppose that Cadillac tax because in some of their contracts, instead of negotiating for higher salaries for their workers, they've negotiated very good contracts dealing with health care benefits and more, and they feel like it's unfair to them to have to have a tax on this. The tax doesn't start until 2018. It is an excise tax of 40% on uh, plans that I think it was over about $10,500 a year for an individual and about $27,000 for a family. And there's a, a, a lot of evidence that by the time we get there in 2018, that would sweep up an awful lot of different employer-sponsored health plans. Uh, look, I don't expect any vote or anything on that in the Congress anytime soon, but it is interesting that she wants to tweak that one part of the Obama health law. That's to get unions back on her side sure, because exactly. her numbers have been going down, okay? We get that. All right. Okay. Well, that was the part. Well, she was also critical uh, of the situation in Syria. Well, I think, look, uh, you know, that's sort of part of the dance here for Hillary Clinton is that she has to, in a, in a sense, wrap her arms around the Obama administration when she wants to and when it feels good. 
and give the Obama administration the Heisman stiff arm and and call them out on certain things. And that's what makes it difficult for her when we have any flashpoints like this with Syria, is that she's going to have to find a way to finesse that without aggravating the White House too much, because reporters will love nothing more than to say at the briefing or to the president himself, hey, your policy in Syria, she doesn't like it. You know, what do you think about her being critical of what you've done? Well, she's just running. She's not the president, so... You know, but I know that when people are running for president, things that they say become headlines, and uh, that's no different. Now, there's still no word as to whether or not Joe is going to declare, right? Nothing from Biden at this point in time, no. The Democratic debate coming up on October the 13th, a lot of speculation about the VP and a possible bid, but no, nothing at this point in time. Very good. Now, this House and Senate vote on keeping the government going is this a continuing resolution yeah the senate has already approved that just in the last hour in fact they voted 78 to 20 in favor of this plan that would extend the current federal budget until until december the 11th so after thanksgiving into early december that still has to be voted on later today in the house i would assume there'll be a number of republicans over there who will vote against it simply because it does not have any limits on funding for planned parenthood Yesterday's hearing was a very combative one about Planned Parenthood, but still the, the, the polls and I think just the feel in the hallways, uh, the Republicans just don't have the votes at this point in time to shut off that money, but I don't expect this fight to end soon. Nope. And when Cecile Richards went before the committee, she flat out said that they thought that the, the videos were doctored, but they don't have any proof, do they? Uh, you know, that's the thing. We were talking about that in the newsroom yesterday, about how uh, they keep saying that they've been doctored, but they've really offered no evidence right. to support that. So I think they're just going to say it over and over again. And yesterday, I think, was a pretty good example of how dug in both parties are right now on this Planned Parenthood issue, neither side giving an inch. And frankly, I don't sense that Democrats are in any way worried about all the uproar that those videos have created. Sad. You know what? Most people, like you said, most people don't really understand Planned Parenthood. They don't follow this stuff the way we do for purposes of making sure that we uh, report it to people. One uh, other thing that's popped in the last few minutes, Herman, is that Speaker Boehner has just announced that he's going to set the leadership elections for the GOP to replace him and any other offices for a week from tomorrow. So that's going to be okay. Thursday, October the 8th. Okay. So that's sort of the time that I, I figured that it would be. Uh, the one thing I want to note in interviewing a number of more conservative, uh, you know, sort of Tea Party, House Freedom Caucus type guys in the House of Representatives, they're still just sort of, uh, they don't really, there's no candidate that's exciting them. They're, uh, Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy doesn't really light them on fire. Dan Webster of Florida doesn't light them on fire. Nobody for the Majority Leader seat lights them on fire. And I think, you know, they have... They got what they wanted. They wanted Boehner out, but they haven't been able to use that as a springboard to sort of foster even more change. And, of course, as we've talked about, nobody from their ranks has stepped up either to try to get elected to any of these positions. Uh, yesterday when we were on the air, the name of Trey Gowdy had been floated by a number of people, but he shot that down by the afternoon. And I think there's just this this lingering dissatisfaction amongst more conservative Republicans that they just don't have the candidates out there that really would excite them uh, for the GOP leadership. Well, that's not their only problem. They have to do something to excite the supporters, the conservatives, and the Republicans out there. So even whoever they get, you know, they, they're going to have to do something to excite the base and excite 
the people that have been sort of that put them in power. Yeah, they, they now have control. Right. They haven't been able to rally around anyone, which does seem odd when you think about their main goal for, for the last couple of years has been to get Boehner out. But they've never really come up with a plan on how best to do it and then replace him with someone. Sort of like the Obama health law. They can vote as many times as they want to, re- to repeal it, but they haven't come up with something in, you know, and have a vote on it to replace it. That problem is they have six or seven ideals floating rather than just you know, latch yep. on to one of the ones and everybody get behind it. That's what I mean by that Boehner wasn't their only problem. In turn, in, in that regard, everything sounds easy until you actually got to try to do it. We'll see you, Herman. Thanks a lot, Jamie. You're sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.